Hey, what's up, everybody? We see Baby here, aka Kenny of the Friends of Flavor podcast, episode nine. And I got a special guest with me, my new friend, um, David's wife. Uh, I'm Michelle. Yeah. So, hope y'all guys enjoyed this episode. This is David's wife, Michelle. Um, she kind of got mad at me because she said, well, we're not friends. So that's where the friend part came from. <laughs> um, so my first question I've, I've asked everybody this is, uh, growing up, what did you want to be? Well, for a while, especially growing up in the 90s, I felt like there was a lot going on. So like for a minute, I wanted to be the next Michelle Kwan, you know, <laughs> as all Michelles want to grow up to do. Yeah. Right. You know, I was a dancer. I mean, you know, it was fine. It was right there. Yeah. Uh, but that, you know, after like two days, that went away. And then I actually started um, like a girl group. What? You yes. was going to be the Spice Girls? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and me and a couple of my friends, we had like a girl group going yeah. for a minute. I forget what we named ourselves, but like I was the songwriter, you know. I took it very <laughs> seriously for all of like three weeks. Wrote all the lyrics. Yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, besides those things, um, I... Just as I got a little older, so like second grade, I just realized I, just, I wanted to be an attorney. Oh, so really? So I stuck with that for a while, okay. yeah. Wow, um, super serious. Yeah. Which is uh, crazy that you're like so like fun and like free going now. Like, but I'm not, I mean, I guess lawyers can be that way too. You know, know. Yeah, it, it's funny. Um, you know, you'll meet a lot of attorneys that are kind of like funny. Like there's one that I work with who will dress up like every May 4th. Well, not this past year, obviously. COVID's yeah. been kind of crazy. But um, for May the 4th, he would dress up. As um, I think he dressed up as Darth Vader, and he and <laughs> awesome. um, there's a video of them like him and someone else who dressed up like Obi Wan Kenobi, and they um were doing like lightsaber fights oh, like okay. downstairs in the main courthouse. Awesome. So it just depends, and uh, like what was it? Uh, I think astro uh, astrology is interesting. I don't mm. think it's necessarily like your path, and you're just you know kind of following it blindly or anything but like I just think horoscopes it's, and stuff yeah uh, right. you know so I think it's interesting and especially if it does apply to you especially if you like uh, say you go back and you read one and you're like wow that totally did happen that day like daily horoscopes and stuff you're like wow mm -hmm. I can so relate that or that that's just hit hit the spot you know like yeah sometimes it does hit it kind of on the head yeah and uh for my 18th birthday, we were actually in New Orleans, and we went to Marie Laveau's, like, voodoo shop. Okay. And my mom paid for me to have a reading done, just because she's always just kind of been interested in it, too. Kind of like me, not, like, take it super seriously, but just kind of something fun to do. Yeah. So I had a reading done, and when the lady found out, she had said something about, you know, of course, like, she would say, oh, this must be a big event for you. Because, I mean, I'm in a touristy part of yeah. New Orleans. Like, yeah, That's okay. very you, typical. You hit yeah. it on the head. But yeah. I did tell her it was my birthday. And yeah. she was like, oh, well, here, let me do this for you. And she pulls out this book. 
and it's like a breakdown of each day and it's like a specific reading about you and uh, I will say just me at the time knowing like I was about to go off to college and like I knew I was gonna want to be like kind of pre-law criminal justice poli-sci something like that like I knew that was kind of what I had in mind and um, she had read this part to me where like Gemini's are usually kind of what they call like two-faced you know Um, kind of flighty and just like uh, aloof to what's going on to everybody else you know I gotcha Um, and I've never really felt like that at all I, I feel like I'm fairly empathetic or I try to be at least yeah and so like for me it kind of resonated because um she was saying that like since I'm closer to the cancer because I'm like right there on the cusp she was like so you're a lot more sensitive than your typical Gemini so I felt like Mm -hmm. that kind of matched up but then she also was telling me about how my two sides that those it wasn't in the literal sense it wasn't because I'm two-faced it's because there's like this very fun side to me and then there's this very serious side gotcha. and you know and, and that's like, so true with you right now right yeah. so like you have that duplicity kind of going on at one time so I always kind of felt like that you know hit home for me and it kind of you know yeah. it, it felt understood right you know? like yeah in a way like we said you said it kind of hit the, the nail on the head yeah yeah, I felt so. Um, and then, you know, as I got a little older, I specifically wanted to be, like, a juvenile prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just to kind of, like... And now kinda... you are in the kind of your criminal justice field still, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I work with, uh, like, different diversions. So, like, probations, like a jail diversion. And we have, like, a um, more of a felony diversion program. And that's kind of what I'm a part of now. Yeah, that's cool. So, so that's pretty funny, but... I, sometimes I forget um, you're older than David, so... Um, he's actually older than me. Is he? For some reason, I thought you were older than him. No, he's 1990, I'm 91. Oh, damn. Well, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I got that confused. I'm a terrible friend. Oh, my gosh. No, not <laughs> No. I, I don't really act my age anyway. Right. It's fine. Well, because... Uh, so, you guys are really young, so, like, uh, you said you wanted to make your own group and stuff, and, some, like, you know, NSYNC and... Spice Girls and stuff came out like when I was in high school and stuff too. So it's some reason I'm thinking like you're my age, you know, <laughs> um, which I'm 35. But shh. Uh, <laughs> so next question is, uh, what are your hobbies right now? My hobbies. Um, well, it just depends on what I have time to do. But mostly, just because it comes in spurts. Either I'm like super busy, especially this past year with. All of the wedding stuff Definitely. and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm um, actually glad it's over. Like, in a good and bad way, I guess, like, you're glad it's over just for the fact that all that stress is gone. But that moment itself was, you know. The so. moment was great, but it was going to pass anyway. So right. for me, I'm just very relieved that I'm no longer planning an event that caused, like, that just takes up so much time and energy. Because we do have to plan it three times. Right. <laughs> Speaking of, like, me and Roth really loved y'all's wedding. I mean, I feel like if COVID wasn't here yet, we would have saw a more wild side of Michelle come out. That's what we were saying. <laughs> but um, we loved the how intimate it was. Mm-hmm. And it was very uh, romantic in that sense. of It was just very close friends. And it, we really got to see uh, the love that you and David shared for each other. So we, we loved that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, did, would we want to get more like 
rowdy with you guys, yeah, but maybe that's an, another time, you know? Yeah, another time. Yeah. We'll have to do a trip or something. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, some kind of group trip. We, we'd always talk about that, too. So, um, so oh. just whatever, whenever you get busy, right? Hobbies. Right. Um, but, yeah, sorry, the hobbies. No, we got sidetracked. Um, was, uh, I mostly, I like to run and go on walks. Um, been listening to a lot of podcasts and, like, different videos like well i say videos i mostly just mean like i watch bailey Sarian videos which well okay so she every monday she does murder mystery makeup mondays oh and so it's kind of uh, she's not doing like a makeup tutorials because she's not telling you how to do things she just like tells you about like a crime like a true crime story while she puts on her makeup Mm -hmm. and i'm just completely enthralled so (laughs) i I mean just right up my alley um so well what podcast do you listen to well, so I, I kind of consider her as a podcast, okay. um, but also too, um, I used to listen to a lot of lore. I love lore. Um, and then there's one called Spooked. That's really cool, and uh, it's um, it's kind of a spinoff of the Snap Judgment. Uh, I don't, I haven't listened to that one a lot, but um, I really like Spooked. And then actually, Bailey Syrian did come out with a separate podcast. Um, <laughs> it's Dark History. Um, and then of course there's Crime Junkie. I was into Serial, um, but a lot yeah, of people like Serial. I think like uh, that's a huge thing in podcasting right now. It's just like murder mysteries and like uh, unsolved, you know, crimes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I listen to a few, and they are super fascinating to listen to. Like to me, I I get more uh, interested in listening to a podcast like that instead of watching a uh, like I haven't watched any of the Netflix ones like on Ted Bundy and anything like that because I don't know why like watching it is boring to me but if I'm like at the office and just plugged in and can hear everything like it's I get more into it for some reason I don't know why it's just yeah I, I feel that so for me like I listen to podcasts when I run yeah well I say run I like jog and sometimes I'll walk or whatever but, um, <laughs> but nonetheless like I'll get real <laughs> focused into it and like yeah. there's another one called like it's just called like serial killers mm-hmm. um and it's just some of the craziest stuff. So I'm like running. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't catch my breath. But what is going on here? Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you just get a chance to kind of hear a lot of different stories. And like, uh, even with Serial, like the first season was really enthralling. The second season kind of like, people kind of like lost interest. And then I thought the third one was kind of interesting in the sense that like, it kind of gives you a like a real glimpse into how some of the court systems work mm-hmm. um like they would so it's actually pretty informative yeah like they just they went around and they interviewed like attorneys and they interviewed the prosecutors they talked to um defendants who were there and like how they got there and what happened and uh you know feeling pressured to either make a plea or you know go to a trial but then you know like you know, you have someone telling you, like, okay, so here's what's going to happen if we go to trial, though. And it, it's just, there's a lot going on. So it, it was really cool that they were able to break it down and kind of give you a, a kind of look behind the curtain, if you will. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, all right, so this one, uh, I kind of asked Rachel the same thing last episode, but uh, this episode, uh, I guess it might be worded different. What... What made David the one? Oh, or how did you know, or when did you know that, hey, like, I want to marry this guy? Oh, man, um, 
I don't know if there was just a particular moment because I'm very, I was very hesitant about relationships in general. Mm. So when I met him, I don't know. I, and even for a while, I was kind of like in the dark about what he was actually thinking and how he was feeling. Um, Cause you know, it's taboo. You can't just bring that up when you first meet to someone like, yeah, oh, yeah. heaven forbid, you know where, you know, things want to go. Exactly. Um, so like when we met, he, you know, he's a little bit shyer anyway. More reserved. Yeah, you know, so it's, you know, he was interested in having a conversation with me. And he, like, didn't want it to end, but it wasn't, it, it never got, like, super flirty or anything. So mm-hmm. I was just, like, okay, I, I, I guess he's kind of interested. Yeah. I mean, did you, <laughs> um, ever, did you ever think that uh, at any point it was just maybe not... Not take anything away from David because he's my guy, but like, inexperienced, right? So he was, um, I don't know how many girls he's dated, but you know, like I knew for a fact that, because he, he told us uh, he was a virgin at that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So inexperienced, maybe he just wasn't good at flirting. I don't know. Well, he was smooth and I kind of had an idea that that's what it was, but it mm-hmm. just wasn't like overt flirting. You right. know? So I was like, okay. And, you know, even when we were quote unquote dating, I have, we had what I like to call not dates. <laughs> yeah. I've heard this from you and then I think I've heard it from him first, but uh, I remember <laughs> you telling us at the beach too more about it. And uh, it, it's a great story if you don't mind telling it. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, you know, and poor David, I love you, baby. I love you. Okay. <laughs> Um, but there were definitely times where like, um, so for example, one of our first dates, he asked me, you know, Hey, we're going to go to, I was want to check out this brewery. Would you like to go with me? And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. So I was like, Oh, ready for a date. So of course, like I spend like an hour, like on the phone with my friend, like trying to figure out what to wear and like getting ready. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, like just grooming, making sure like your makeup's not crazy because you don't want to think that you're a party girl, but yeah. also like you want to look cute but be comfortable yeah. and like ew. I want to seem like really you're trying to too pants? hard or something. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, so I get dressed and I'm walking there and I get there before he does and I see him like turn onto the street and he has his roommate in the car. So. No. <laughs> Which I mean, his roommate, you know, was cool. We all hung out together. Yeah. You know, previously that was how we met. Um, with him there, and it, it wasn't a big deal or anything, but I was just like, you know, I thought this was a date. Like, yeah. okay. And then... Did you express was, that to him? No, not then. Okay. Um, it, it's not later. until later yeah. that we could joke about it. But then, yeah, my favorite was this time he had asked me to grab dinner with him, so we went to the Mediterranean Sandwich Company, and I didn't bring my glasses, and I had, like, just taken them off and left them in the car before walking over there. So my vision was still like not quite right. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I needed a minute to be up close and personal with <laughs> the wall menu. <laughs> and, but I didn't want to say like, I can't see right now. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so I was just like, hey Dave, I was like, you go ahead and you yeah. order first. So he goes and he orders and I figure out what I want. And so I turn around to go up there and then I notice he's like pulling his card out to pay. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then you feel bad for assuming because it's like, it's not a big deal, but again, I, I thought this was also a date, so I was just like, okay, you know, whatever. Yeah. It, I don't know his financial situation, I don't know what's going on, you know, we're not quite dating or anything. Okay, I'll just order yeah, my own. labeled on it or anything yet. Right, so, again, this was still, like, I think, like, week two or three. No, it was like week three, yeah, because this was mm-hmm. right before I was leaving. Um, 
But anyway, so, <laughs> so I go over and I order my food and we're just sitting there talking and eating and everything. And then this guy, it was right around Christmas time, had walked in to the store and had come up to our table because we were like one of the few people that are there. It's a very small place. And he's dressed up like Santa Claus and he's saying like, hey, you know, it's just, I hate to do this. I normally don't do this, but it's been a really tough year for me and... Like, I'm doing odd jobs, obviously, as you can tell, like, by the Santa costume, like, to make, you know, some money, but I don't have any money on me right now, and I feel awful asking, would you mind buying me food? And, of course, yeah. David, being the angel that he is, is like, oh, sure, but so I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, where's mine? <laughs> wait a minute. That, that was me. Right, so I'm just, like, very conflicted <laughs> about how to awesome. feel about this, so I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. I, we'll figure this out as we go. So maybe, maybe he did it. To try to impress you, like, like, oh look, I can show her that I have a heart, <laughs> and I'm gonna buy this guy, you know, his dinner or whatever. Well, so he told me that he's just, like you said, he was just kind of inexperienced and just didn't date a lot, mm -hmm. and he had just forgotten to wait for me to order. So it was like a mix up with me, and also again, he's just a very sweet person in general. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that, you know. He bought dinner for some guy who's having a hard time. And like, I know that's David, very David. Yeah, I know David's gonna listen to this, and he, he doesn't have to feel like embarrassed or anything <laughs> like that because, I mean, a lot of people don't know, and they're actually shocked when I do tell them. Like Roth, Roth was my first and everything, pretty much. So, um, mm -hmm. I mean, I dated probably, I would say date like two other girls before her, and um, I was still in the inexperienced stage of like knowing how to make moves on certain girls and kiss and stuff like that, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, I think the girl, two girls before hers, when I, like, kiss someone for real, for real. And so, I mean, I, I can understand where David's coming from because I, 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 I was an experience, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, Roth's my everything. So, um, yeah. So, like, I feel like us, him and me, and even, uh, Another guy that I just found out his wife was his first and only. I was like, you know, we can relate into that, mm -hmm. you know, our first move. Like, we, we didn't know what to do. You know, we're just trying to make a good impression on you guys. You right. Know? Well, you know, and all that was very sweet. And so, like, even, like, looking back on it now, especially, like, it just, you know, it means so much to, like, me. Like, that being mm -hmm. part of our story. And I kind of went in a roundabout way of, of saying it, I guess. Um, I got distracted by other stories. But... Yeah. With him, like, I was just very hesitant about being in relationships and especially, like, where I couldn't tell what was going on for a yeah. minute. So it took a minute for us to actually be official, official. Right. And um, at that point, you know, when we did become official, it was like, okay, well, this is, you know, like, I hope you're serious about this because, yeah. you know, I've been in a fair share of relationships where, you know, I was more hesitant, wanted to take it slower as far as, like, being officially together. like. Right. And, um, you know, sometimes I kind of like, I so, guess, let them pressure me a little bit and then end up. What was your longest relationship before David? Oh, well, I, I had dated the same boyfriend in high school. We were together for three and a half years. Ooh, that's a long time. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I had been in long relationships before, yeah. but there had been times since the high school relationship where, like I said, I'd want it to go a little slower, and next thing I know, we're in a relationship, which yeah. is fine, but then two weeks later, we'd break up. Yeah. Uh, and I'd had a couple of relationships that lasted about nine months and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I kind of, like, done a little bit of 
both. Like yeah. the very quick dating, some and that are kind of in between, and then ones that were very serious. Um, and I, I was honestly just kind of surprised with how like it didn't move quickly, but the feelings were there like very quickly after. Like sometimes you just click. Yeah, you know, and like we were talking about what was it? He was talking about like signing another lease with his roommate. And this was in, you know, a couple months after we started dating, like right around five or six months or something. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, talking about just re-upping his lease with his roommate. Like, oh, I guess I'll be living with Travis again next year. And I was like, oh, didn't even consult me. How right. rude. And then I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, Maybe he didn't want to be too forward. Well, and that's what he told me. He right. was like, well, I just didn't want to say that. And I was like, well, I didn't realize I'd felt so strongly about it until like we were talking about it and I was like okay well I could see myself doing that and so we had let me see it's not that we were trying to rush it we wanted to wait until we had been dating about a year to move into a house together and kind of try living together and see how that goes um but friend of you know y'all's from work yeah you know she and her husband were looking at houses and trying to find tenants for their current house at that point and uh, I was like where's it at <laughs> can I see it yeah you know and we went and saw it and it you know it was great it was everything we wanted to need it. and they're like well yeah. great well we want it you know y'all to move into it by September and we were like well that's a little earlier than what we anticipated but yeah. quite honestly there there was no like transition there was no like getting used to your roommate you know your roommate's quirks or anything like that it just went zero to a hundred it just it felt so natural you know oh, what I mean? Okay. Like, it just... It, yeah. There was no, like... I mean, whatever. Like, there is the occasional thing of, like, David, you have to actually put your clothes in the hamper. <laughs> you know, like, there would be things like that. No, but, that, that's straight up just marriage stuff right there, so... <laughs> right? Yeah, but see, for you guys just to click like that instantly is just... It, it's kind of a, a sign, right? Right. Well, and you know, and it's so funny, too, because... Penelope fell in love with David right away too. My dog, she y'all, you haven't met her, but she is the pickiest little. Thing. Well, she's super sketch too, so she's very. Uh, <laughs> she's kind of judgy, so, <laughs> she but she she, she likes me too. So every time I go there, she, but she she's very uh, picky about who she lets like love on her, you know. Yeah, she. It's not. It's not that she like sits there and judges people. She just she wants to assess you while you're not like in her face, like. Yeah. It's just, like, you giving her too much attention right away freaks her out. So, like, she, you know, if you come over to the house, if you don't pay her any attention, she will come over and smell you. Yeah. And when she gets kind of used to you, she'll come and sit with you. You know, and that's just kind of how it works. But um, I had had just guy friends over before, and she's always just been so shy or, like, did not want to sit by them or was concerned that I was sitting beside them. You know, like, just (laughs) some crazy Penelope things. Um. But when she met David, she just initially loved him. And so I, she knew David was a saint. It, that's, I guess that's what it is. <laughs> but it was so funny when we were moving. Obviously, she was very confused. Um, yeah. And I had to, like, bring her... Because she was like, why are you taking things from our house? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And she never got to see where it went. So I would. Right. I started bringing her over to the house with us with, um, like, one of her beds. So she had, like, a scent over there, too. And she, you know, she was still freaking out because she couldn't quite figure out what it was but then move-in day it clicked like immediately like oh this is our place mom's stuff is here my stuff is here david's stuff is here (laughs) and she got excited she got so excited so we took pictures a little like shortly after we moved into the house and it was almost like she could just tell that like 
these were our pictures as a family together. So there's actually That's a picture awesome. of me and David on the front steps and Penelope, who normally gives you the saddest eyes you can ever imagine just constantly. Like there's just no reprieve from that. Yeah. She has a full-on smile. Her Aww. tongue is hanging out of her mouth. Her ears are perked up, which is also <laughs> not a thing normally. She's super happy. She was so happy. It was yeah. like she knew, like, yes. That's awesome. Yeah, and since then we've just, you know, added to the family. That's um, so great. Like, it's, it was just, I don't know. It just sounds like it was meant to be. It, it's really funny. That's honestly how I would say it, too. Like, you know, I tell David sometimes, too, in our, like, really corny moments. I'm like, you know, you're the person that I, you know... Right. Prayed to God for every night, you it's, know. Yeah, it's, like, it's, you are too. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, like, being, if anyone knows David, he's, he's the king of dad jokes. He's mm. pretty corny, which I have my corny aspects too. And <laughs> you always, I know you give him grief about his dad jokes stuff and too. But, I just uh, want him to raise up the level. That's <laughs> I'm sure yours are superb. No. I just want David to get there. No, I mean, maybe when he has kids, he might grow a little bit, you know. But, um, so... It's it's funny because you like said so that's your corny moment, but I mean it's it's pretty sweet to the, for you guys just to know that um, like it was meant to be, like everything just clicked, everything meshed well, and it's just like it's hard to find stuff like that, you know? Like, yeah, um, we definitely talk about how lucky we are all the time, right? Because you, you can you can date and be with someone, or even not even date or be with someone, just be in a friendship with someone for years and years and like it not necessarily click all the time but like when you find someone that you're just like you instantly vibe with or you just get this like great aura with like you're like that's that's my person you know kind of like a dog or something picks a person like yeah I'm I'm cool with this person you know right yeah and it just kind of went from like you know like dating to be in a relationship and that just feeling really comfortable and it, like everything was just kind of at our own pace and it's like well let's move in together and see if that's comfortable okay that's really comfortable okay well let's talk about getting engaged yeah. and i'm like okay well like I'm, I'm going with you to pick out the ring like we're doing this together yeah yeah that's awesome i mean i feel like we just talked like the whole episode just about that um, and that's only the beginning segment um so my growth section um um, it's so hard to move stuff along. So, like, sometimes you just click and you just get in great conversations with people. Sometimes you're like, okay, I got to keep it at a certain time, so I got to move it along. But um, I actually had two different things I kind of wanted to um, get into. But I, for, the first idea I actually had was, like, asking you uh, what advice you would give to new, new, new newlyweds. But um, I went with something that... I could probably learn from because I am guilty of this, but I know in like your line of work and um, how you and David are, how you just told that story of, you know, him buying dinner for a random person who needed it. And um, I remember you telling us a story at the beach about how you helped this lady in the middle of the street go to her sister's house. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and in your job field, the stuff you do, you probably um, are like this too. But um, because of your job, like, how do you like not judge people by based off like their looks? Like, you know, they always say, "Don't judge a book by its cover." So, how do you know when to trust someone like that? Or, hmm, um. <laughs> 
You know, it, it's, I don't know. I try to look at every situation the same way. Like, I try to treat everybody the same way. And especially with my line of work, you know, like, I have to. Like, I have to talk to, um, especially with this current job, you know, I talk to family members or even I get calls from inmates, you know. So I have to look at them, whether they're there for receiving stolen property, second degree, or if we're, you know, if I'm talking to someone, you know, who has an assault first where they, you know, hurt somebody, you know, you, I can't, to me, I don't think it's fair, especially not knowing the, the full, full story. story. And not to say that sometimes you need a full story, um, but you know what I mean? Like, I would never want to be looked down on based off of the worst decision I've ever made. Right. And, you know, and that's just, that's not my place, you know, like... I'm not your judge. I'm not giving you a sentence. I'm not, you know, God or any holy order that you, you know, worship. I, that's just, that's not me. That's not my job. Right. Um, you know, but for my job, you know, I I lost where I was going. Well, that, that part out. <laughs> well, so uh, to me, um, the way you explain it too is like, well, one, you said, you know, back to the horoscope and you were Gemini, so it's kind of like, quote unquote, two faced or whatever, but. You said you have a lot of um, empathy, or, and uh, I think that goes with a lot of not judging someone, and you try to relate, and like you just said you don't want to be looked down upon, you know, no mm-hmm. matter what kind of decisions you've made in your life and stuff like that, and like to me, that's that makes you a great person. Like, to me right now, like empathy is like a big thing to me, and when you can't relate or feel what someone may be going through, then you're kind of selfish or you're not like considering anyone else's feelings, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's just such an easy thing to do. Like that's just um, kind of like autopilot for a lot of people. It's like, Oh, well I would never do that. And you're like, well, you know, you're not, you know, you didn't grow up in the same situation. Like some people are at a disadvantage just from, you know, their upbringing, where they live, you know, whatever. And I definitely know that, while I didn't have a picture-perfect life either, you know, but I had a loving family, and, you know, there were a lot of privileges that I was granted. Uh, You know, I went to Catholic school all of my life until I went to public high school, and that was, you know, kind of an adjustment at the beginning of it. Like, not everyone, you know, can afford or even just have the opportunities uh, that I have. And, again, that's nothing for me to look down on. Uh, You know, everybody's story is different, and... You know, like, even now, you know, like, <laughs> it, there has to be a fair balance in it. Like, I'm never going to judge anybody by, like, what you're, you know, in court for. Mm-hmm. That's, like I said, it's not my, that's not my job to do. But, you know, there's sometimes, like, I'll get calls from um, family members and, you know, there's, there's still those people who will enable bad behavior. So, like, there is a line to draw somewhere. Um, you know, like, I'm you'll look at someone's history and you're like, oh, well, I see there's some violent stuff here. And they're like, well, that attempted murder charge shouldn't have even counted. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't um, know. Murder might be murder, but... Yeah. It, well, you know, yeah. you're looking at, like, attempted murder. You're like, mm, I don't know. That still shows some very violent yeah. tendencies. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But also, too, there's a guilty plea in that. So, obviously, like, something had to happen yeah. here. Yeah, if you admit to it. <laughs> Right, you know, or like there was enough evidence to be convicted of, which again, not my place to judge, but when we're looking at, you know, the history as a whole, that is on the record, so like, right. you know. It's, it's one of those things like, 
facts and numbers don't lie. Right. So it's, it's written there. Um, one uh, interesting thing I read the other like a, a few days ago was just like uh, the reason some people ask what do you do for a living is so they can not necessarily judge but like scope what kind of intellect you have or like when they talk to you they're like okay well this guy's just a plumber he doesn't know shit you know or well this guy's an engineer he's super smart like that's not always the case sometimes you know but uh, I, I think it's weird that once I read that I was like wow that does make a lot of sense because going like throughout life people would ask me well, hey, what do you do and when I tell them like oh I'm just I just work at a restaurant like they're like oh well you're not they might automatically think well you're not very educated uh, maybe maybe not but this could just be a passing job you know like you don't know right you don't know my story like I might be working at a restaurant just because um, I'm trying to make it through college or this might be my restaurant you don't know you right know? or I might have gone to more years of you know culinary school than you can even imagine like, exactly you know just because something looks like something on its face doesn't mean that's the full story. Right. You know, like everyone's constantly continuing their story, you know, right. and it's not to be messed with or dictated by other people, yeah. you know. And I'm, I'm like, the reason I ask is like, I am very guilty of judging someone by its cover. And um, once I actually learn or get to know that person, I'm like, shit, well, I had it all wrong. And then I feel like an asshole so uh, that that's the reason why I ask that especially with like what the line of work you do so um with people uh what do you consider uh good traits like when you first meet someone or like before you can just like uh judge someone like when you talk to them like what do you think is oh this makes this person a good person or a bad person or whatever well for me I guess what makes me feel comfortable? Obviously, I'm as as you can tell, I'm a fairly talkative person. <laughs> I like to think I'm pretty welcoming and warm, you know. Yeah. Um, but so for me, I respond more to when people like want to have a conversation, mm -hmm. you know, versus like, "How are you?" And you're like, "You yeah. don't really care." They keep it really. Short. I'm like, "I'm actually great. How are you doing today?" You know. Yeah. Um, so like when people respond, uh, like actually react to what you're saying, exactly. not just giving you some line. But, you know, if they seem interactive and want to have a conversation, um, and I don't know, usually I'm the first one to kind of make a joke or something. Um, but so if you respond to that, then I, again, like I know you're more um, engaged in the conversation, I guess. You know, like you can talk to people who are just like busy or having a hard time or whatever. And, you know, you know I'll say, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you? And I'm like... Girl, today is Monday. I'm on the struggle bus. You know, yeah. if they have some kind of reaction to that, like if they're laughing, like, okay, you got a sense of humor, we yeah. can work with this. Um, but you know, <laughs> humor, so, humor is a great way to break the ice. Um, yeah. And everybody, more or less, you know. Mm hmm. Uh, I find that to usually, like, if people aren't um, receptive to a conversation before that, they are after. Like, mm. so, like you said, like, you've broken the ice, you've broken that barrier. So, like, okay. <laughs> How can I help you, miss? And I'm like, okay, well, here. <laughs> this is actually what I'm here for today. Yeah. Um, but so, like, people who, like I said, who are willing to have a conversation with you and be engaged, uh, people who have some kind of sense of humor, and just have an interest. Like, you don't have to be an expert on everything that I'm here to talk to you about. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and I, I can guarantee I'm probably not an expert on, like, 
you know, if, especially if I'm going into like a store or something, I need your help with something or um, I call you with a question about a product or something like that. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not an expert and that's why I'm here and I will tell you that, you know? Yeah, I think that's a, a good trait too um, to notice from somebody is um, admitting that they don't know everything, you know, or admitting that like, hey, like dealing, especially dealing with um, different customers and stuff like that or clients or whatever you People ask, hey, do you know about so-and-so? You're like, no, but I can look it up or I can find it, find out about it. Right. Like if, if people see that you're honest instead of just like trying to BS your way through certain things, you and I think they feel more empathy towards you or they, they can relate more. You're like, oh, okay, this guy's like speaking truth to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like sometimes when I have conversations with people, I'm like that crazy person they talk to that day. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> You'll never believe the conversation I had today. Like, this person came in all in a flurry, but I don't know. That's just that's just me. I'm a very kind of personal person, so as long as I kind of get some of that vibe back, uh-huh. then it's fine. You know, then, like, that's where I feel most comfortable. Right. That's when I feel like I can actually have a conversation with that's somebody. Awesome. Yeah. So being able to have a conversation with someone kind of opens up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the next one on that is the opposite of that. So... Um, what are your red flags towards people? Like, what what would make you be like, I can't trust this person, or uh, let me just keep my distance from so-and-so? Hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know if it's anything I can, like, describe. Um, I'm definitely off-put by conversations, like I said, where you're like, oh, hi, how are you today? And they're like, good. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm... I'm Put off by, yeah, sure, like, I'll be put off by that, but as far as, like, not trusting information, for me, I'm a very observant person, and I listen a lot, Mm -hmm. so for me, you know, if you say things, like, that are kind of contradictory, that's where I'll, like, you know, be like, okay, you know, okay, so... If there's an inconsistency there, I wonder how many more we can pick up. Right, so, like, you say one thing, but you'll do the exact same thing like yeah. I, know, I know someone like that they'll say um uh i don't like someone who sleeps all day but yet they sleep all day like they they contradict themselves in the fact that they're that person mm-hmm. yeah or like even if like they're saying something about like oh yeah a couple years ago i lived you know here and i was doing this job and then Later, you know, you hear something else about, like, they'll tell you another story about this time they were in town or whatever, and you're like, you know, when I was living down in Mobile, and you're like, well, I thought that was when you were living over there. Yeah. You know, so for me, it's never, like, an initial thing. That's why I guess it's, like, that's why I'm giving, like, this cryptic answer of, like, well, I guess it just depends. Like, for me, because, again, I'm in for the long con, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm listening <laughs> to, like, mo- you know, everything. like everything that you're, you're telling me, I'm putting that together. Like yeah. You know, so... um it's never anything I can, like, pick up on right away unless you're just, like, really sketchy. Then I'm like, oh, okay, right. we need to back away from this. But most of the time it's just, like, depending on what you say. Um, and that, that'll be where I kind of, like, make a decision about, like, whether, like, you know, whether, like, I need to believe everything you say or, like, right. okay, well, maybe I'm not going to hang out with you by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you, you know, in this modern world, people do some crazy shit. Well, even before this modern world, yeah, uh, people just do crazy shit. 
you well, know? The, and the quote-unquote new norm is very different from what it used to be. Right, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, even looking back in, like, the 70s and 80s, people used to hitchhike as a way to get around. Yeah. And, like, obviously that's a no-no now. Exactly. Now you're like, I can't trust anybody, you know? Yeah, you know, and it's kind of a crazy world that we are in. And, again, like, especially me, I'm bubbly and friendly, but also, like, you know, you just have to know kind of, like, what your boundaries are. And I'm just very aware of mine. Yeah. Uh, but, and as a, as a girl, I feel like you have to know that more, and that's something... Well, one, I try to teach my son that, because he's, he's kind of bubbly, too. He doesn't really realize what's going on around him. But as a female, you know, I feel like that's, like, 200 times worse. Like, I try to teach Ellie that, too. And she, I mean, she's only 11, but she acts like she's 18, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm just like, Ellie, you just have to... Be aware of everything that's going around you and yeah. you know, certain situations, you know? Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of, it's a lot. Like, David and I have talked about this before, too, where, like, I mean, and again, here we are, just David being the complete angel that he is, you know, like... <laughs> He's a saint! I know. Well, so, we, we saw this homeless man. He seemed lost. He was, like, in a wheelchair, and he just seemed lost, so, like, we go to talk to him, and... Uh, you know, he talks about he doesn't really have anywhere to go and he doesn't have any food and stuff. So, like, we go and get him food, which is fine. Um, you know, happy to do all that. Like, a, great to help out somebody in need, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I was telling David, like, by the end of it, if, like, uh, later, like, he, like, I was just describing some of his stuff wasn't quite adding up. Right. So, I'm like, mm, so what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm trying to, like, tell, you know, like very discreetly tell David like it's time to go David because yeah. <laughs> also too it was New Year's Eve we mm-hmm. had been on a bike ride um I, it was cold out well it was cool it was warmer that day so I didn't have a jacket on but it was getting colder the sun was, was going cold down. for mobile <laughs> well yeah I mean it was just getting chilly you yeah. know it wasn't like a cold day because it was rainy and humid and gross so like there was still some warmth to it yeah um but I'm trying to like discreetly tell him like we need to go <laughs> And, you know, we're about to have people over. Like, we just need to go. But he's sweet and he's letting them talk. Um, you know, but, like, later I was telling him, I was like, David, you know, like, you can't just sit there and do that all day. Like, a beer can fell out <laughs> of his blanket at one point. He was like, is that what that was? And I was like, yes. Like, yeah, he could, he was drunk. Right. Which, again, is fine, too. But I can't put myself in that situation on the side of... Like, it was the side of, like, a residential street, but, like, I still am putting, you know, we're still kind of, like, in the way of cars, kind of, like, off to the side of the road. And we're talking to this guy longer than we need to, and it's getting darker. And I was like, you know, that's just, that's not something that I'm comfortable with because as a woman, I'm taught things very differently. And we had this breakdown kind of conversation where he was like, well, I didn't pick up on any of that. I'm like, well, of course you didn't. But as, like, a female, I have to look... You know, not that males don't either. Males are definitely susceptible to being, you know, jumped or being a victim of a crime for sure. But, you know, women especially, or, you know, they grow up with this almost kind of like paranoia. Like, you know, don't park in, you know, on dark streets. You have to park in crowded, busy areas. You um, you don't need to walk by yourself. More vulnerable. Yeah, you know. um, You know, because I know, like, I had a night class in college. My parents made me call them every night when I was walking home because my class got out at 9.30 and it was dark. That's why, like, I I pray for anyone who has a daughter. Even me now, I'm just like, I'm so, like, I'm more worried about my daughter than I am about Ethan. And Ethan's, like, super, to me, I think he's super uh, 
always call it green. Um, but he just, he's very fragile in a way. Like he doesn't know, it. he doesn't pay attention to everything that's going around him. And he, you know, he's like me. Like we're not guys, guys. We don't have to fix cars and shit like that. Like, yeah. I barely like to do the lawn, you know, but I'm teaching him that too. It's just, it's stuff like that. It's like girls just, I feel like have it a lot tougher than guys do no matter what. Oh, for sure. You know, and you know, beyond stuff like that, you know, it's like you have to be careful about the way you dress because, you know, it's becoming more socially acceptable to talk about, you know, victims, like, I guess, like, speaking against victim shaming now, where, oh, no, she wasn't just asking for it because she wore a skirt, you know, like, yeah. and you'll typically hear stuff like that, and, like, that doesn't make it right. viable, yeah. doesn't make it okay, you exactly. know, um, but it's still something that, like, even in a day where we're focusing or trying to focus on like women empowerment, like you still have to worry about that though. Yeah. Cause like horrible things could still happen. Right. Um, that's crazy. We were talking about like judge, judging people and then we go to uh, like uh, women vulnerability and the difference between men and females. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, you, that just shows you how like you can veer off topic, but it's, it's a great conversation to have. Yeah. Well, you know, and like even, you know, in this line of work, i hear a lot of crazy stories about stuff that happens, you know, um, I've been in court and just sat in on different stories that will seriously just like make you think like, what the fuck? Exactly. You know, and you're just like, all that happened from like just going to dinner with a friend or, you know, like going to a concert. I mean, it's all like very normal things that we should all be able to do. Um, you know, but just, you always got to be aware of it. And again, so I've kind of picked up on things. So I, you know, like, when I go out to dinner, you know, you probably won't find me with my back to the door. Right. Do, do you think your line of work makes you more aware than David does? Or is? I'm sorry. Um, just because you, you, are, you do hear all these stories. Yeah, I think being a guy, you miss some of the girl things. Like mm-hmm. I said, like, you know, you're probably not going to have the same paranoia walking to your car at night as, like, a female would. But also, too, you know, David is very sweet and trusting, you know, like, he would let a homeless man into his home if right. it, you know, if it meant that he got a shower and a place to stay for that night. And then for me, I'm like, mm, but you don't know who you're bringing into this right. house, though. That's, di- you know, it's exactly. different if it's someone you know, or if you're sponsoring through a particular agency or something like that, but just picking a, you know, a random person off the street, trying mm-hmm. to do a good deed, that doesn't necessarily mean that's the safest way to go about yeah. it. You know, so, like, yeah, being a host for, you know, like, being in touch with Salvation Army and, you know, being kind of a host if they have overflow or things like that would be one thing. Or, you know, I don't know if that's actually a thing, but I just mean, like, you know, it's different if you're with an agency who could possibly help you figure out more of who you're inviting into your home versus yeah. just, you know, let's just a be A random nice person because you don't know what that person's been through. Right. I, part of me that I'll, I'll tell you two stories I'm just gonna carry this might be a two part episode I'm like, hey. on. <laughs> but uh, part of me that made me kind of not trust people too I'll tell you two stories um, one of them actually happened I think I don't know if I was with David or I was with somebody and we were going to lunch downtown and um, this guy uh, approached me and he he had he had actually he actually had boots in his hands and he was like hey um you mind spotting me like 20 bucks i gotta go to a job I, you know I, I just 
got hired and I got these booties. I'm just going to like, I got to go, but I don't have a ride. I was like, all right, you know, I have five bucks. Like I rarely do. I actually have cash on me. Same. Um, because one Roth carries all the cash and I always just use a debit card, but, uh, it's an allowance thing. I don't, I don't know. You can call it that. Whatever. <laughs> if I need money, I just ask her, you know, and she's cool. She never d- denies me, but everyone's anyway. got their own financial switch. Yeah. So I, g- I give him five bucks and he, he's gone, you know, and the, I don't know if it's the next day or a couple of days later, I see the same guy come down in a bicycle with a piano, give me a different pitch. And I was like, hey, I gave you five bucks yesterday because you said you had a job. And he hauled ass. So You he, know what? That's funny. Uh, David and I went out right before we went to the beach. Uh-huh. And a guy with the piano oh. came and David said he recognized him and he was telling us about how he was trying to get on his feet. Exactly. Yeah. I bet you it was that same guy. Well, that's what that's what I mean. Like, David said the same thing. Okay. You know, like, he was like, I think that might have been the same guy that, you know, I think it was me and Kenny. Like, it was yeah. the same situation. Okay, so it was. So that one made me not trust um, more or less, like, homeless people and stuff like that. Um, but... Another story I have that I feel guilty about, one, um, is recently we worked at the restaurant, so every now and then I'll bring Ethan or Ellie with me, and especially if Ethan works, I have to bring Ellie because I'm not going to let her sit at home. And so she'll come in and she'll help me or whatever, but we were taking out the trash at the end of the night, we were closing, and I'm rolling down the trash, coming down the stairs with my back turned from the trash bin, and... I don't see what's over there and Ellie just like dad I just I just saw someone in trash like peek his head out and come up it's like oh shit you know and me like parental instincts I'm like go inside yeah like let me take care of my yeah. kid I, I don't know what this guy's doing you know I don't know if he's crazy or he might hurt my kids so I'm like just go inside we'll call the cops and at the time it was just me my kids and Roth working that day and um so I called the cops but god the cops took like almost 30 minutes just to even get there. I'm like, by the time you get here, this guy is gone. Yeah. And so that's what happened. He was gone. So like that moment, we waited probably 30 minutes and they're like, fuck it. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. I'll go check the trash can. But just if you see this guy, yell at me. And so um, I walked over there, took the trash out. No one was there. Obviously, he ran away because he knew I probably went to go call the cops. But after that fact, I was just like, that guy might have just been hungry. Like, he might have just been looking for food. Like, yeah. he didn't... I don't know if he had any ill will, but the parent in me was like, I also don't know, is he strung out? Or is he drunk? Or he could have hurt my daughter, you know? So right. the parental instincts me made me not trust him. But also, like, I felt bad at the end once I thought about it. Like, I may have been able to help him, maybe give him some food or something, you know, because he was digging a trash can for something. Yeah, well, but I totally get that, though. Uh, you know, I listen to, like, it, you know, when it's quiet at my office and it's kind of slow, I'll listen to, like, um, these, like, scary stories <laughs> that people read on YouTube. Why? No, I actually, I'm guilty of that, too. But oh, they're, good. like, horror stories. Uh, yes, I love them. So, I don't know. I guess it was actually I gotten addicted to Spooked, and then they ran out of episodes, and I was like, oh my gosh, well, I've got to be able to find some somewhere, so I go on YouTube, and of course, I find the trifecta. They're just everywhere, and it's different, like, stories of, like, let's not meet and stuff like that, 
And I honestly, in situations like that, all you can do is go with your gut instinct at that mm. point. Because like, like you said, like, oh, I didn't know his intentions, but you didn't know his intentions. You know what I mean? And especially if it, you know, involves, you know, your children, you're like, you, you just want to protect them. It's better safe than sorry, you know? And yeah. obviously like, he kind of knew that too. Better safe than sorry. Like I'm going to jet out of this situation. Right. You know, um, that's kind of how I am just in general. Like it, Again, like going back to what I was saying about like just the vibe of the whole thing, uh, like you had referenced the story and it, like it didn't seem weird to me. This girl had passed by. I'd gone outside to call for our cat to bring him in for the night, and the squirrel walked past. And the way that she she had like a laundry basket, she had her dog with her, and she had asked me if I knew how to get to um, the street, and it was actually like six or seven blocks over. But we have, you know, we live by Murphy High School. And so you had to cut across Murphy to get over there. And yeah. it just was a long journey um, for a woman Anywhere. to be yeah. going, you know, walking by herself at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday. Definitely. You know, it just, it made me nervous. But she she wasn't asking for anything. She just was, she asked for directions. She didn't ask like. For a ride or anything. You, she didn't ask for a ride. She didn't ask me for any money. She didn't ask for her cell phone. Like it, it was nothing like that. She just was like, okay, thank you. Yeah. And walked off, and it just it didn't sit right with me. It didn't feel right to me. So I got into David's car, and he came with me. He was like, no, I can't Saint let you Michelle. go by yourself. So I go, and I'm talking to her, and I'm just like, hi, I know this is super weird, but I just spoke to you. I was calling for my cat macaroni. I was screaming macaroni on my front porch. I know that sounds weird. <laughs> um, macaroni is also a saint. <sighs> macaroni. <laughs> He's the boy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so I was like, I know this sounds super weird, but my name is Michelle. I work at the county probation office. Uh, <laughs> like, trying to kind of, like, connect with her so she knew I wasn't just some, like, random, like, crazy person asking her to get in my car. But, like, I didn't yeah. I didn't feel right her walking by herself. So I asked her. She said she didn't feel comfortable with that. So I said that was fine. I was still going to drive alongside her while she walked if that's what made her feel comfortable because I didn't want her by herself at that point. Right. Um, and she thought that was really nice. So we get to talking and then like, turns out she has like this short term memory loss. She had been in a bad car accident and, and I'm guessing that's how she got turned around and she was trying to make it to her sister's house. And then, you know, after we've walked or well, I've driven with her while she's walked for about 15 minutes, she finally, you know, like again, I'm introducing myself, I'm introducing David, we're all talking uh, you know, David's wearing a University of Alabama shirt and she talks about, oh, I went there for a while. So like we kind of have a rapport at that point. She lets, you know, she lets us, um, we had to go back to our house because I didn't have my phone on me, but she said that, you know, maybe I could let you take me to my sister's house or maybe I could call her from your phone and we could meet up with her. And I said, that was perfect. So at the end yeah. of the night, we did get her met up with her sister and I felt so much better about it. But that's just how I read that situation. That's great. It, it didn't feel weird to me. But there have been many situations where it did feel weird yeah. to me. And I was like, ooh. It's just a vibe. Yeah. You just kind of have to, like, again, like, know your boundaries and your limitations and kind of go with what makes you feel comfortable. Well, you felt it out. And, like, you said it, you just have to feel it. But also, like you said, she wasn't asking for a ride. She wasn't asking for money. She simply asked for directions. Right. Right. You know, and, and she just seemed a little lost, and she had her dog with her, and they were going a good way, you know, yeah. like a good ways, and her dog's little and got these teeny little legs, and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I just, I can't in good faith, like, let all this happen without helping in some kind of way. That's amazing. That's that's awesome. Like, you and David, to me, are like, you guys are super pure, and like, 
great people. Oh, well, thanks. We like you, too. We think you're pretty great. <laughs> I brought a board in with uh, three different chicken bites with different hot sauces. Uh, because the way me and David met was at our job, and we watched hot ones all the time. So, um, I hate that this is a second take, but <laughs> I didn't I didn't unpause it. I just hit record again for some reason, so I wasn't recording. So, this is actually our second take. Um but so the first one is a, a Swamp Dragon's bourbon hot sauce, and the second one is um, B-Dub's Caribbean jerk, and the third one is Bravado Spice Co. Ghost Pepper and Blueberry. And we ate the first one, which was the Swamp Dragon, and what, what did you think of that one? Uh, like I told Kenny, it... When you first bite into it, I was like, okay, I can handle this. And then it, like, got hotter. Um, but the back end is also where you get the flavor of the bourbon. Yeah. So, you know, it's, like, kind of bittersweet, you know, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you drink a lot of bourbon. You're like, oh, okay, there it is. Yes. Oh, I love my bourbons, too. Yeah. So, I, I listened uh, to Rachel's coming over. Oh, yeah, yeah. She had talked about it. I was like, that's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had said, too, that um, you guys actually had me drinking, was it Buffalo Trace? What was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at your wedding, I, that was the first time I actually tried that. But unfortunately, I mixed it with a Sprite. And um, oh, But here recently, I've been drinking it just on the rocks or I'll be shooting it. Uh, and it's it's got a strong kick at first, but I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, especially Buffalo Trace. It's, you know, it's rather smooth, but especially anything from their distillery is. So first... Me and me and Michelle love pizza, so every time I bring up pizza on the social media or whatever, you're like, yes. <laughs> um, so your favorite pizza is what? Uh, well, my go-to is normally just a cheese. I feel like that's kind of like I don't know, like if you're trying out a new restaurant, you know, like you'll get the burger to like kind of as a baseline. Yeah, and I do that too. Um, you know, of course, I'll like shake it up and do pepperoni or sausage pepperoni. I'll do combination of things, but. Normally, I just go for the cheese, really. You know, like, normally, I, don't, I don't need, like, pineapples on my pizza or anything. So, normally, I'll, I'll jank someone who just gets cheese pizza, right? <laughs> oh, to be honest man. with you. Um, <laughs> because, like, to me, I always feel like cheese is part of a pizza and already. But um, the way some people have explained it is that if you go to a new place and you want to just try how good the pizza is as far as like the crust and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, you just stick to the basic cheese or maybe just a pepperoni or something like that, you know? Yeah. Just so you can taste like how good their, their dough is or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I feel like that's a really good baseline for things. Um, and it's, as far as the overall taste, I really like it. Also too, if you do like different things to almost kind of reinvent the cheese pizza, like, I don't know if you've gone to the Spiffy Fox yet. No. Oh, my That gosh. is one place I do really want to go. Okay, so I really like Spiffy Fox and the fact that their cheese pizza is called, like, the Cheesemonger. Mm. <laughs> and That's a it, great name. And it has, like, three different kinds of cheeses, but it's, um, like, Italian cheeses and Irish cheeses um, because it's an Italian-Irish pub, which, of huh. course, don't naturally go hand-in-hand, hand, but um, it just gives it a whole different kind of flavor without giving it, like making it too crazy you know that's funny because like um when you think irish you don't think like cheese right right you like, know like the big cheese makers um but so 
that's really good. And then also, too, again, if you're going with just a basic, because that, that's kind of what I prefer. Mm -hmm. Just honestly, uh, I'm a texture person. So, so like, you... mushrooms weird me out. Their texture wears me out. Uh, same with pineapple. Like, pineapple and cheese, just that combination of textures just oh, so weirds you, me you're out. you're an anti-pineapple pizza person. Well, it's not necessarily I'm anti. It's just that's not my thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I respect if that's your choice. That wouldn't be what I would choose, but... That's because I know I'm, I can be picky. So but, you, um, you judge your pizza the way I kind of like, uh, I judge sushi that way, right? Okay, so I any, get that. any sushi restaurant I'll go to, I'll stick with the basic, just like a, a spicy tuna. Mm -hmm. Like anywhere I go for the first time, I'm like, give me your spicy tuna. And if your spicy tuna is good, I'll come back. But if it's just like, eh, I won't come back. Yeah, Because that means your that. fish isn't great. Yeah, um, but another good basic over there, like they do a, just like a pepperoni pizza, but it's called like the Stinger, which uh -huh. David thinks is really cool because he went to McGill and he thinks like that's a yellow jacket thing and like I'll let him have that, but whatever. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is they'll use um, like a Frank's honey, like mm -hmm. it's like a hot, like spicy honey. Like a Frank's hot sauce? Yeah, kind of. It's, but it's like a Frank's honey. I'm pretty uh -huh. sure that's what it is. Um, yeah. It may be some other brand. But nonetheless, so it's this kind of like spicy honey. Um, but it's on this pepperoni pizza, which sounds so weird, but it is so good. Right. I just think they have a really, they have a bunch of really cool combinations. Um, so, you know, especially if you like basics, 50 Fox. That's kind of that's kind of I am too with restaurants, especially like being a, a co-owner of a restaurant too. Like, I'm, I'm really big on... Um, giving people something they can only get at my place, you know, like yeah. I don't, I don't want to sit there and do what everyone else is doing just because it it sells or it's um, catering to everyone. I would rather just do something more innovative and like, hey, Spiffy Fox is the only place you can get that pizza, mm -hmm. you know, like. Yeah, that's going to make me go to Spiffy, Spiffy Fox all the time. Yeah, you know? well, you know, I do that with Ohana too because. One, the avocado fries. Like, <laughs> we made some at home, and don't get me wrong, they weren't bad. Right. But they weren't like Ohana's oh, avocado thank fries. You. I'm just saying. That's our uh, chef. But Not me. The, I'm side you know, chef. So, avocado fries, all of it. Obviously, the poke bowl, like, again, I'm particular about what goes into mine, especially because mm. I am weird with textures and yeah. stuff like that. So, I love that you're able to make your own stuff. But then, on top of it, the dull. Stuff mm. you can't find that anywhere. Yeah, because specifically it was, um, well, Disney had the rights to it, but they just called it a, uh, they called it Dole Whip, but technically we're not supposed to be able to call it Dole Whip. We're just like Dole Soft Serve because I think Disney copyrighted the name Dole Whip. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I remember when I first went and David told me that that was a thing there. I actually went to Hawaii for a band trip when I was in high school, and we went to the Dole Plantation, and I had it there. Yeah, we went there, too. And it was so fresh and so good. Yes. I've never had anything like it in my life. It was so amazing. And so, like, when David told me y'all had some, I was thinking, like, oh, okay, well, it must be just, like, similar or whatever, yeah. but I tasted it and immediately went back to, like, that trip to That's crazy that you Hawaii. say that, because we've actually had a review saying that it didn't taste like Really? Disney. Yeah. I was like, what? It's spot on, like, to me. Right. I mean, it may have been a different temperature. Like, I mean, like, I feel like it was more cold there. But, again, we were also, like, in Hawaii, like, yeah. on the beach that, you know, is a, kind of a different... Yeah, different vibe. Right. But you can tell it's the same stuff. All right. So, Ugh. 
I want to know your top three pizza chains. Like, not not like local places. Just, you know, top three, like, fast, mm. technically fast food chains. Um, okay, so people are going to judge me about this, especially, you know. We'll go three to, three to one. Okay, three to one. Um, I guess at the end we'll do... Because I'm not a big fan of Papa John's or Domino's. So we'll start with Pizza Hut at number three. Okay. And then two, we'll go to Marco's. Marco's, okay. Yep. And then three, or my number one, One. which is going to be, yeah, the shocker is Hungry Howie's. I love a good Hungry Howie's. Okay, I'll give you that. And again, I, I feel like... Maybe the more you try to put on a Hungry Howie's pizza, the more it would kind of lose, yeah. you know, its integrity. I feel but, that. I mean, like, cheese with extra cheese with, like, stuffed crust and, like, some pepperoni. Like, man, it's just such a good basic. <laughs> Weird enough, when I'm sick, I know this sounds like I'm, a, like, a five-year-old and I'm just, like, faking being sick. But when I'm sick, the only thing my stomach can absolutely handle is pizza. It's really? Crazy. Yes. That's crazy because most times when you're sick, you don't want something heavy. And to me, like, pizza's kind of a heavy food i know but for me it's almost like a palate cleanser or something you know what i mean (laughs) it just brings me back to life and like i feel normal again that's like your comfort food is pizza pretty much so my (laughs) mine goes three i would put um three i'd put howie's um one i love i love howie's um it's a good to me like not necessarily i don't want to say like garbage is the word i would use only because it's super greasy, but yes. it, it still hits the spot. And mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, two, I, I do pick Domino's is because oh, I think they got a lot better. And right now, like you, for the price you pay, you can't beat the pizza. So like they have a carryout special where you can get like a large with anything on it for like eight bucks. I'll give it to you. I haven't actually had Domino's recently since they revamped everything. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that, and I probably should try it, but I'm usually just like, but Hungry Howie's is closer to me. Yeah, you know? so no, I usually a lot of times that. you do go with what's closer. You're like, Howie's isn't close to me, so I go to Domino's because they just made one on Schillinger. Okay, well, so um, what's your number one? So number one is Marco's to me. One, okay. because it is down the street on, um, what's this, uh, Dolls. There's one right there before you get to that Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, but only reason I pick uh, Marco's because... To me, the grade of the pizza is a little bit better than a Domino's. I agree. But their sauce, to me, on their pizza is really, really good. Mm, okay. And I, I just, I'm about sauce. So, like, if you got shit sauce... Eh. Shit sauce. Yeah, shit sauce. We don't want that. them shit sauce. All right. <laughs> All right. So, um... I respect those. I respect that. We'll get into the next wing, which is just the Caribbean jerk. Okay. And I'll ask you the next question. Have you had their jerk sauce before? Mm-mm. I'm not a big wings person. Mm. Um, I mean, I'll eat them and mm. stuff. I'm not afraid of hot sauce. Um, but it's just, I don't know, when we go out to eat, that's just not what I'm craving normally, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This one has, like, this one has more flavor. And quite honestly, I feel like this one isn't as hot as the first one. I'm starting to think that, too. That mm-hmm. first one was super hot compared to this one. I mean, it's good, though. I like it. Yeah. So, my next question is... Since you guys are newlyweds, what advice would you give to newlyweds? Mm. Lord, that's a good question. Um, 
Never take advantage. Um, <coughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Um, never take your partner for granted. Never take your partner for granted. Um, you know, because even if you're not seeing eye to eye on one thing, you know, more than likely you're with this person because they do something for you, you know, emotionally or around the house or whatever. And that should never be forgotten just because you're in an argument. And yes, it can be frustrating. That's not to negate anyone's feelings, but just to put things into perspective of like, is this really like what you're willing to go to war for? You know, More I mean? or less pick your battles. Yeah. yeah. Pick your battles, but never devalue your partner mm-hmm. in the process. That's great advice. I learned drooling before you. <laughs> I would give mine out to you. I want to save that for um, an episode that I do do with the wife. Okay, but so. say, hey, I'm I'm still considered a newlywed. <laughs> well, so what is maybe? Do you have like an advice of like related to David that you can think of for David? I mean, since you know him too. <clears throat> um. me especially with talking to David um, from his episode especially with men's mental health and um, knowing that guys too go through a lot so something that I kind of get from him too is like um, especially with marriage like as guys we always feel like we have to more or less please your wife or go above and beyond for your wife but sometimes, like, it's okay to be, like, just say, hey, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm having a rough day. I can't provide or do this for you or something like that. You know, like, it's okay to not pull out all the tricks, more mm-hmm. or less, you know? Like, you'll, yeah. you'll understand. Like, Roth understands, like, hey, I'm going through some things, so I just, one, I might need my moment, or two, like, I can't uh, do this daily chore that I normally do all the time. You know, I'm, I'm going through some things, and so you have to understand that you can't. You can't always be the rock that right. the, your spouse needs. Right, and you know, I feel like that's a really important point just <clears throat> across the board. Um, when you and David were talking about it, I remember thinking, like, you know, talking about men's mental health in particular, just again with the gender stereotypes and stuff that go along with it like it's okay for guys to have feelings and I always I feel like and you know David's just kind of more quiet and he's a bit more introverted mm-hmm. again like I was telling you earlier I think he thrives being around people more than he admits it well I think more than he's aware of you know oh, okay. um but <laughs> yeah ultimately he is you know very you know he's pretty introverted he does recharge himself by being alone yeah um but when he comes home at the end of the day and he's doing that, I can kind of get a grasp on it. So I always check in with him, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, just even if it's as simple as like, hey, how was your day? Right. And let him talk about it. But there are some times where I can kind of pick up on if something's going on. And I feel like it's really important to have that open dialogue, especially with your partner. Right. Where they should be able to talk to you about things that are bothering them or, uh, you know, whether it's in your relationship or at work or just life in general, because we all have things like that. I think that's really yeah. important. So I definitely try to do that. And that's, um, and that's great that you understand that 
aspect of it. Like, I think some people or maybe some females don't understand the the idea of like just because we're men doesn't mean we don't want to be catered to as well. Right. Like, we cater to the women as like probably more than I would say most women cater to us, but guys love to be catered to too. You know? mm-hmm. And sometimes they need it because they, like I said, they can't be the rock all the time. You know? Right. You know, I definitely <laughs> feel that too. Um, I, I've just, I've been through therapy a good bit in my life and uh, I'm very much that personality like that. Um, I'm independent. I can handle things on my own, mm. and it's exhausting. And yeah. like, and that's been a big point in my therapy is, you know, to it's okay to say that you need a break or that, you know, you need some time or right. you know just whatever to say what you need and just to voice that. And so, like, especially going into this relationship with David, you know, I, I could just tell like at times there'd be times where I'd have to pry something out of him. And um, now it's become more of a regular thing in our relationship. Yeah. And I appreciate that he's willing to have that open dialogue with me of just like actually keeping me up to date with what's going on. Right. And like, to me, in that, his head. that shows a lot in your relationship, especially with him. And that, um, like you said, he, he might be an introvert, but he he's able to or he trusts you enough to show that vulnerable side of him. Right. You know, I think that's a special thing to have with yeah. your partner for sure. So I, I agree with you. I think that is so important. Yeah. All right. So last chicken bite. This one supposed to be the hottest. I don't know. All right. We'll, we'll see. see. Oh, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. Hmm. I know it's a ghost pepper. Yeah. That's it might come up a little later. I was like, it's ghost pepper. It might creep, but I haven't tasted it yet. It's got a really good flavor, though. And that, yeah, it definitely does. I think this one's my favorite. Okay, it's starting. I can feel it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's on the gums. It's like taking over the entire Oh, no. Thing. I haven't got there yet. All right. So one thing, since you watch. Okay, it's getting there, too. <laughs> there you go. There mm-hmm. it is. There it is. There it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I didn't prepare myself for this. I like it. Um, so one thing they do on Hot Ones is he does this segment called uh, Explain That Gram. Oh, boy. So I hate to be a stalker. Yes. But um, I was on your Facebook, and I dug up a few pictures. Oh, Jesus. That I'll, I'll show you, and I might show it on the, the Instagram page, too. Okay, it's coming. I'm telling you, it's gonna come back and there's gonna be a bite. Oh, that ghost pepper. All right, so I'll show you this picture and you can dive a little more detail. So this I kind of got the idea and it's a picture of David with his back turned and it's when he proposed to you at the condo in Orange Beach, right? So Uh, if you can dive in a little bit more to that, I would love to hear it. Okay, so bear with me because it's gonna be a bit of a story. But so, okay. like I mentioned earlier, David and I like went looking for rings together because we had, after living together for a little bit, decided that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to get married and do all that. So I had told him it needed to be within just a certain time frame, just so I wasn't like wandering around for a year, like to all these different places and getting my hopes up and stuff like that. I was like, so I just got to know that it's happening within the next like 10 months. It was like January. So I said like, by October. 
just so I have some kind of idea. Yeah. But it didn't seem like anything was coming from it. Like we had picked out the ring and everything. He knew my size and we knew the place. But he wasn't like dude. It, like David's just so obvious. Like I thought I would be able to pinpoint when he was going off to like yeah. order it or whatever, and I never could. And I was like, maybe he's just not taking me seriously. So actually, like the weekend before this, we had like a sit down dinner, and I was like talking to him about like, well now Dave again. I've been in relationships where like. I feel like guys like tell you what they want, like what they think you want to hear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're like, oh yeah, I want to be with you. I'm like, well, you know, we can just casually date for a while. Then we're in a relationship, break up two weeks later. So I was just, I didn't want that to be the thing with David of all people. So I was like, look, you know, if you don't want to be engaged, you know, then you need to t- let me know because if it's not by October, we may need to reevaluate what we're doing. Like just because I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. So, like, I'm already, like, in love with this guy. We live together. We, you know, have a cap together now at this point. Penelope was in love with him. What am I going to do if this doesn't work out, you know? So, I'm like, yeah, I'm t- being kind of serious. So, when we go to the beach, um, he he kneels down. We're taking pictures, and they're like, okay, let's do another one. And then David gets on one knee, and he proposes. But it's in a, a necklace box because it wasn't as bulky as the ring box, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes sense in the long run. Yeah. But to me, I thought that he was messing with me because I just talked to him about him being serious. The night before. About per- yeah. yeah, the weekend before about proposing. So I thought he was going to give me a necklace in front of all of our friends. <laughs> as and I was, honestly, when I first saw it, I was so pissed off. Because <laughs> I thought he was no. like a joke. And I was like, this is not funny, David. Yeah. Uh, turns out that's not what it was at all. He was actually just, it, you know, the ring was in there. And it took me a second, and I saw the ring, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. It's this is for happening. real. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was the story behind that's that. He hilarious. proposed, and I was just like inches away from grabbing that box and throwing it off the balcony because I was so angry. Um, <laughs> but it turns out it was the proposal, and that's uh, it awesome. was it was great. I hate that you and Roth couldn't have made it that day. But, I, don't, um, I don't know what we had going on. That I forget. Day. Y'all had something already planned, though. Yeah. Like, a lot of times in the, was that in the summer or when was that? No, it was April. I don't know what we had planned. Because I used day. to get like a random Monday off in April, and so that was usually the weekend we go for. Okay. But um, but yeah, so we had yeah, I, a whole we lot of our either. a lot of our friends there, and my sister was there, you know, and like everybody was in on it, but me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so it was really sweet and I thought it was really cool that he was able to put all that together. Okay. That's up. That's great. I love to hear it. All right. So this next one, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny cause it's you and your sister and I don't, oh, Lord. I don't know what you're doing, but I think you got something in your eye and you might've been at a, like a, a photo oh, shoot, my gosh. a family photo shoot or something, <laughs> but I just thought that picture was funny. So I was like. Maybe she could tell me a little bit more about what's going on here. Yeah, so my sister definitely looks like the emoji with her hand out, like... Oh, Oh, the girl emoji. Yeah, and then I'm, like, making this insane, like, almost scream-esque type face. Yeah. me, like, picking at my eye. And, um, so what it was, was this was, um, 2016. I just come home from Spain. Like, that night. Yeah. I just come back and, like completely passed out dead to the world at like 9 30 o'clock at night it was insane um but anyway so the next day was father's day 
And I want to say Father's Day was my birthday that year, or it was the next day. Either way, we were going to lunch the next day to celebrate Father's Day and my birthday. Right. And so we're actually at Felix's, and um, that's Felix's. Yeah, it's Felix's. Okay. We're down by like their little. Beach oh yeah. Area. Okay. Yeah, that's like under the restaurant where like they do the the band. And yeah. Stuff, right? Okay. So um, so yeah, we're down there, and um, I I'm. I'm a really good person to get candids of, and by that I mean like they're funny. I, I hate them, <laughs> but my sister thinks they're hysterical, so she no, loves to post them. No, that picture is hysterical. Yeah, so you know she always looks cute when she's candid, and then there's me, and I'm like, you know, have four chins, and like <laughs> somehow my mouth becomes part of my neck, and I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Well, but that some, one I was like, did something just fly in your eye? Yeah, or? so I think okay. like a fly actually flew into my eye or like a gnat or something, and I was like, yeah. oh my god. I'm tired for this yeah like even your sister she's she has that emoji look but her hair is just like in the wind yeah like i said it was crazy i was still like half asleep i had met my friend's baby for the first time that morning too like there's just a lot going on <laughs> so i'm like oh my god this is the last thing i need is a nap to come and like you know take away my eyesight oh but you know <laughs> another day in the life of yeah okay so the last one um is it looks like i um Snapchat photo that someone may have saved and it's you and another person Looking at this jukebox In a bar and it says song selection is so serious. Oh Lord, okay, so This is my ride or die right here. Okay. She's been my best friend since Since we were like two or three um, So Elizabeth and this was my let me see this was the first birthday with David. So this was my 27th or 28th birthday. And anyway, so um, she had come down from Montgomery and it was a lot of fun. You know, I was in this relationship with David and I was really happy and all my friends really liked him. And a lot of my friends had come down to eat with us. It was a big table of us. Um, and we met up with like, some other people too and we were at beer garden and elizabeth <sighs> elizabeth um she, if you have like when i say like you have that one friend you know what i mean she's yeah. that one friend okay so like, you know down for whatever yeah like you know we had to like run to a taxi to avoid her being arrested in mexico you know uh, I, of course you never know the whole story but yeah. um but, you know she's just that kind of fun crazy friend and um, she likes to <laughs> pick a bunch of like crazy songs on the jukebox. Okay, so there, what did she pick? Um, you know, I don't know what she picked there. It was probably like Backstreet Boys or something. <laughs> but previously, she had spent like, you know, you can have like five songs on repeat of just the ones you picked for like $10 or something. Really? Yeah. And, so, and she'll, I've, like, I've never really used a jukebox at a bar. I'm not a big bar person. So, oh, uh, she, this, yeah. This okay. is what she lives for. If you put karaoke there, she's going to grab the mic. It's just what yeah. she does. Um, but so one time she had put on five, like, Nickelback songs back Whoa. to back. And it started with Photograph. And the bartender let that one go. And then the next one came on, and I forget what it was. It was, like, animals, so, like... They let it go for a minute, and they changed it, and then it was another one. They were like, what the fuck? This guy and, loves Nickelback. Right, and skipped that one. I mean, of course, she's doing it just to troll everyone in the bar. Yeah. Um, saying, so, I, I feel like Nickelback, like, just more recently, they've became a quote-unquote troll band. But at yeah. the same time, like, 
you also like when they first came out you're like oh this is a hit like you you would know yeah. the lyrics to their songs you know but now you're like oh fuck nickelback i say everyone's like oh no but everyone secretly knows yeah they all secretly the knows all the words like don't yeah. act like you're too good now yeah exactly and that's kind of like what she was trolling people with she was like i mean whatever yeah. so i'm just gonna do this and yeah the bar the bartender was able to skip through the songs and he was like what the fuck <laughs> and she's like i paid a lot of money for that yeah that's my ten dollars right but so like she's just that kind of person so lord knows it i mean it could be like that song, like, you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like we oh, do on the Discovery uh, Channel. That's hilarious, because me and my boss just talked about that song, because he was, he was searching something on Spotify to show me, and um, uh, it was Bloodhound Gang, right? That was, sure. Yeah, that was who sung that song, and I think he just looked up, like, Blood or something, because like he was looking up, like, a, a Kendrick Lamar song. And that popped up. I'm like, what? You don't know Bloodhound Gang? Like, And I sung those lyrics to him. He's like, no. And I forget how young he was. So he's like in his mid-20s or something like that. I'm like, oh, oh so you God probably don't him. know Bloodhound Gang. Well, well I, I don't know. See, Alicia Lynn, that was her jam. Really? When she was like six. My wow. mom was like mortified. Like, oh, <laughs> my God. But, some, you know, just play on the radio. Yeah. She doesn't know what it means. She No, she didn't. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, knowing Alicia, that's spot on. Alicia is my sister. Um, but yeah, so Elizabeth, Lord knows what she was playing, but it is some Syrian business, okay? Like, if you got a karaoke song, like, it can't just be any song. Um, but so Elizabeth was like, I want to play a song for your birthday. Come over and help me pick one out. Yeah. And that one was our friend Amber who had taken that, and she was like, oh, it's some Syrian business. And I'm like, well, I mean, you haven't been out with Elizabeth recently, so yeah. you may not know, but it is not. some serious business. <laughs> Well, your sister is pretty wild, so I've met her a couple of times. But uh, yeah, God bless I, I, can, I, can, <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, right. Yeah, but, but this this episode probably could have gone a lot longer. Um, I may or may not cut it in two episodes, seeing how I feel. But um, this is awesome. Yeah, I, I love this. And um, I, I love when we can I can get someone and just have natural conversations with someone and just the the first three questions even getting into uh what made you believe that david was the one we we got into a long time with that but um it was awesome having you i hope to have you know maybe next time we'll have you and david on at the same time oh man um but yeah thanks for coming on yeah thanks for having me i had such a good time yeah it was awesome and i'll I'll love to have you again and i'll I'll love to have i told david i'll have him on again as well so um, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I I really liked this too. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks. Peace. And I um, hope you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>